Okay, welcome to tonight's edition um, of Sunday Night Navi. Sunday Night Navi is, as always, is, is, a, is a presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network, 613 on your dial. We, Baruch Hashem, um, I, I, I think we should be able to get back to a regular schedule, at least up until the Chagim. We have about six weeks um, until the Chagim. Uh, so I, I think that I should be able to, you know, we should be able to, you know, not be un, be uninterrupted. Um, of course, things that come up that, uh, you know, that that I may not be aware of, you know, obviously. But I'm saying, but in general, I, I think we'll be okay. Now, um, I, I do want to mention that I want to fall back to 8.30 next week. Um, as Minchamar gets earlier, so so I think this year... Um, could could get earlier, so let's uh, so to so, so keep your check your local check your local listings for time and place in your area, so you don't uh, you know miss out. Um, I wanted also to mention okay. As always, the tonight's share prophetic vision in the 21st century, the message of Navi and Rishonim, the story of the book of Shmuel. The series will focus on how Shmuel Novi, the author of the book of Shmuel, sent us many messages for our time. Uh, the share has been dedicated to Zechonishmas, Rabbi Yachmiel, Ben Aaron Meir, Neshama Shab and Aliyah. I just wanted just to, just to start off with a with a thought about about the about the Nechemta about the seven weeks of Nechama, which I, I mentioned in Shul yesterday, um, the idea of Tuba Av. So, so we know that Tuba Av is one of those days on the Jewish calendar that that, that and Yom Kippurim, um, ironically, um, has been set aside for days of 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 ziv, of creating Shaduchim. Um, the, the Gemara at the end of Masechus Tanis tells the story that the girls would go out into the fields in borrowed clothes that were all white, and they would they, and they would co- go up to Bacharim uh, uh, and say, you know, uh, look and see what you know what you what what you choose, you know." And uh, Gemara says those that were that were particularly attractive would say would, would 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 emphasize that that to them as well. And so you had a whole array of it. So, so the Gemara says that Yom Kippur we understand because Yom Kippur is a time of slicha mechila. It's a time of, of, of really a, a fabulous connection between Am Yisrael and Hakadosh Baruch. Um, I pointed out on many different occasions, not necessarily in this year, but that the days between Yom Kippurim and Sukkot are special days of segula. Um, that, that they're not just ordinary days. We don't say Tachanon, they're days of Simcha. They're, there is a special feeling of, of connection to our Kodesh Baruch as well, Oisek, the mitzvah of Sukkah and Lulav and Esrog. Um, so that's Yom HaKippur. But what about Tuvah? So, so, so we know the famous Medrash that, that the Chetam Meraglim, they all, they all died uh, on the night of Tisha B'Av each year. They had to dig a grave and, and each year a certain amount of people didn't wake up. So, so this year they did in the 40th year, everybody woke up and, and they thought that maybe they miscalculated. So they, they kept doing it until they saw on the 15th, the new moon. And it said, 
and the Rambam has a, a fabulous expression. He says on the on that night when they when they looked up and they saw the new moon and they realized that it was the fifteenth of the month, they said they were hirgish ritzon habore. They felt the desire of a kodesh baruch. What was that desire? The desire to forgive us and desire to reconnect with us and. And, um, and, and, you know, that idea of Hirgish with Sona Bore is such an important idea for the next, not just seven weeks, but the next 15 weeks. And, and, and now the, the idea of, of, of Kasanas or of Shaduchan, so we know that we know Pashas Vazchanan, we read with the Sarah Sadibros, Torah, and, and we know the image of Mount Torah is a Chasan and a Kawa. That we was, and the Chetam Raglan broke down the Shalom bias that existed. And and on Tuba of what we what we were saying is that the Shalom bias problem that existed beforehand is now is now coming back, and and, and it's now been fixed, and now our connection has been reestablished with a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So symbolically, to to represent the the ultimate Chosan and Kala Am Yisrael and a Kaddish Baruch Hu, we 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 Dafka have on that day. They, where, 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 where people look for Shaduchim to remind, to remind ourselves that, that, that it's a day that we reconnect with the ultimate Shidduch, which is Am Yisrael and, and a Kodesh Baruch Hu. And, and, that's what, and, that's, and that's why this whole idea of Nechoma for seven weeks and Nachamu, Nachamu, and, and all, on all the all, it's seven weeks where, where we're reminded that we, that we have great opportunity in our hands to reconnect. And of course, the great opportunity can be uh, uh, accentuated through Limera Torah, through through Tfila, and and many different things that this season uh, brings. Anyway, so that that's that's just uh, just some thoughts I had yesterday in Shul. Um, so um, about Tuba Av and the period of the Nachon. Okay. Okay. So so we we were discussing the story with Naval. And now we go. We're in Parak Chafe. We're in the middle of Parak Chafe, uh, uh, chapter twenty-five, in Sefer Um Now, so we know that Noval um, rejected David, but the problem was that we discussed last time was that his people had been very courteous to Noval's people. And they had helped them out a lot, and they were welcoming, and they and they did a lot of things for them. And then Naval, you know, picks himself up and he says, you know, you know, who's David and who's Ben Yishai? You know, um, is is he a rebel against the king? And and, and all, all of those things. So David Amalek took exception to this, um, with all the tension that he was experiencing. With Shaul, David Amelech really, really took exception to, to this problem, and and he had gathered um, a, a group of people, um, and and he was going to uh, carry out retribution against against Noah. And in fact, in Pesach Chof Aleph, the David Amar Ach Sheker. It was for no purpose, for it was for falseness that I 
that I guarded all of this man's possessions. And, and there was never anything missing from his things. We, we, we were very careful on how we guarded it. And, and he repaid my kindness with evil. Uh, I was wondering if maybe that David, David was already setting the tone for his kingdom, that, 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 his, that his kingdom had to be based on the concept of, 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 of Hakar Satov, uh, uh, on connections to HaKadosh Baruch Hu through Midas Tovos, and, and, and David was already leaving a message, trying to leave a message that this is not the way we act and this is not the way we go forward. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm here in art school on page 164. Um, it's it's Um, So shall Hashem do to David's enemies and so shall we do further. If I leave over until morning of all that belongs to him so much as a dog. Meaning he he, um, he was uh, ready to wipe, wipe everything out that belonged to him. So what happened? So we started to talk about this a little bit last week. But Tera Avigail as David. So it says that Avigail, Avigail. Now we we spoke about that she had gotten wind about what what was what was going down. So it says Vatera Avigail as David. She saw David Vatimaher. And she quickly, she came down from her donkey. So she prostrated herself and she bowed down. With David, in front, in front of David, as both the Radak and the Mesudat David points out. She fell at his feet. She said, she said, she said, with me, myself, my Lord lies the sin. Right. So I mentioned last week, there's a, you know, there's, there's a hint over here to Esther, right? Right. Again, again, the, the I'm, I'm always, I'm always fascinated by the parallelism in, in the, in the, um, in the language, which also goes to the concept of that it all comes from the same place. Anyway, she said, she said, my, my Lord lies the sin. With my, me, myself, lies the sin. And let me speak um, in your ears. And please listen to, to my words. Right, so Mr. David says, "Be, be on me." She says, "In me, ki David lo haya makira." David didn't know who she was. Ulaze amra masha shamati asher adonim etaber el avadav v'davar masha karalo. He said, and when when I spoke about what I heard, what 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 I heard, what what I heard, um. What 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 I what I what I had heard 
um, what, what, what I heard um, uh, um, you say, uh, he said, Da Adoni, Habona Zehubi. He said, Abigail said to David, You should know that the sin is in me. Wrote to Lomar, the Basi, Nasir In my house, it'll, it'll happen. But to Daber, Uluzet to Daber Amasecha, and to this I will speak, Levakesh Uluhishanen Aladavar. I am going to go and I'm going to um, beg for mercy on everything that is taking taking place. So, so again, so again, here you have this exact uh, parallel to uh, to Esther coming to Achashverosh and 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 saying, you know, Well, really, that again, the Masudat David uses that similar lashon that the pasuk has. And, and what does she say? So this is what she says. She says, don't, don't set your heart. Don't pay attention to Naval. Now keep in mind, this is her husband. Don't pay attention. One of the great lines. If you want to, you want to know why he's called Naval? Because that's his name. He's a maneuver. He's a, he's a, his, the name, Kishmo Kenu. The name, the name fits him. Unuvala imo, and and you know, uh, bad things are are, are are with him. What's called translated as revulsion. He's a revolting kind of guy. Vani amaska lo raisi es He said, and she said, listen. She said, um, I, your maidservant, did not see my lord's attendants whom you sent. Because I don't know anything about um, what happened. Had I known what was going on, I would have come along and I would have taken care of the matter. So I just want you to know that that it's on me because I, I wasn't fully aware of what was taking place. Um, it, it's interesting, the idea that uh, of now, obviously, she's trying to to prevent a very bad situation from happening. So, so we understand. Uh, but it, the the concept of her taking the responsibility is also uh, very very important. Abigail tried to placate David so that she could engage him in a conversation and persuade him not to carry out his threat. Once she had gained the ear, she explained that she was in fact blamed, that she was in fact blameless. Alternately, although Abigail has been completely unaware of Dover's request for food, she accepted the blame and insisted that she was responsible for refusing it. So she took that kind of responsibility uh, as it as it took place. And then she says, And now, my Lord, She says, you know, an expression of, of, of taking an oath, of swearing. Uh, uh, she said the following. She said, she said like this. She said, as Hashem has prevented you from coming to bloodshed and from your own hand avenging you. And, and, and she said, may all your enemies and all those who wish evil upon my Lord be like Naval. 
And that's what she says. The it's, it's a very it's a fascinating thing because she because she really throws him under the bus, and by throw but but by throwing him under the bus, what she's trying to do is to try to show that listen, you know this guy he's a he's not such a great guy. Um, look at his name, Naval. Uh, uh, you know, anyone who walks around with a name Naval, how great of a guy he could be. And he said, you know, I know he doesn't always do the right thing. And I was no, not always aware of the things that he was supposed to do. So, you know, what, 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 what are we, what, what are we getting so, uh, you know, caught up about this? And so that David says, Nishbar Hashem Hashem, as she says, interesting, it is the desire of Hashem to prevent you from committing murder. Very interesting. Mr. David says, you know why I know that Hashem doesn't want you to commit murder? Because if Hashem wanted you to commit murder, it never would have come to my attention. The fact that it came to my attention is a sign that I am here to prevent it from happening. It's interesting. So, so she says that she says that Clearly, you might even be right in what you want to do, but clearly Hashem is here and doesn't want want to happen what you what you are about to do. And she says the sign of that is is the fact that it came to my my attention. The ata and the part Hashem since Hashem has uh, held you back from coming to bloodshed, certainly He will fight for you. The the and Nova will die a heavenly death. You know, it's, it's interesting. The uh, the daf uh, yesterday yesterday's daf talks about um, um, a uh, something called mafute, where where if a woman is seduced, so that there is a, a responsibility on the uh, on the seducer, he has to pay a certain amount of money, uh, and technically, uh, now, and he's allowed to marry her. Uh, now, the the, fa- the, fa- the father um, has the right to, to refuse, and she has the right to refuse to be uh, to to be married to be married to her. Um, now, 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 it, now, it's interesting that that you know when she says when she says. Hashem will fight your battle. We almost be day Shemayim. You know, it it, it kind of reminds me of that idea that that the responsibility that it, you know where where responsibility shifts um, in terms of punishment, in terms of other things. Uh, and it says that, and it says that she she claims that that you will be protected and your enemies will be punished. Be day Shemayim. Your enemies are going to be punished through. Hashem is going to take care of, and and there's a there's a lot of discussion of misa and 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 you know how 
um, there's a there's a discussion in the Gemara if a person who who is liable for misa bideshamayim is he also obligated to pay the penalty and and she's setting it out here and saying that Hashem is going to take care of all you need you don't have to do anything you don't you don't have to worry and then and then she wishes the Hashem should bring a plague basically on all your enemies and they all should uh, should die. As David himself said to Shaul that Hashem should be the judge over all, all, all of this. Now, just a little more than I, I have a couple of things I want to say. Um, now, so that so that's what. So she presents a very strong case. The, the, the strong case is that he should, David should not carry out this uh, avenge of Naval and should not kill anybody and should not uh, go fight with him. Uh, Abigail is, is, is pretty clear that Hashem will take care. Uh, so then the Pasuk says like this, the Atah HaBracha Azok, Pasuk Chavzayin, right, 27. Again, if you, if you just joined in, I'm on Art Scroll, page 166. Uh, it's Perek Chavhei, Pasuk Chavzayin. The Atah and, and now, this respect, this bracha that I and, and respect that I've shown to your to, to your to you, David, to your master. Let it be given to your attendants who are traveling with my Lord. So so basically what, what she said was uh Abigail said that the food she, the food, the food that she brought with her should go to David's attendants. No, she was she had she had basically come to make up for everything that had gone wrong with Nava. Very, very, very impressive, and a very uh, uh, gutsy and a strong woman, uh, and that's why she's uh, you know rated among the great women in Jewish history. Now, so please forgive the sin of your maidservant. She said, For Hashem shall certainly make for my Lord an enduring house. Meaning, he's going to be the king. He says, Because the wars, uh, the Lord fights the wars of Hashem, meaning meaning David. Uh, and no blame has been found in in your days. So she paints a very nice picture of of David and She says uh, the Mefarshim all point out that some of her comments relate to herself as well. So when she says um, when she says Sana. So first she says, you know, forgive me in case in the in my expression I didn't talk to you in a proper way. She said that I know very interesting prophetic vision. We're gonna to get to that in a second. She said that I know that. Hashem is, is, is creating for you a house that's that is that is loyal 
and everlasting. Right, it was a nevuah. The Adolam, lo sasuram lucha mi and forever on, the kingdom will not leave your house. Lo kishol she yusuram lucha bizar. Unlike Shol, who the kingdom is being taken away from his children. Ki milchamos Hashem, kol milchamascha heim milchamos Hashem. She said to him that every war that you fight is is the fight of Hashem. Lasos nekama to take revenge, but ode kochav and mamazalos against the goyim who don't serve Hashem. Avalotim serve chabaram yamecha lechom v'larog anashim Yisrael kasher asashol shara koanei nov ulezes sara mishol v'losasamimcha. So the Sudat David said what she was really saying to him: Don't be shol. Shaul killed the city of Nobirakohan. Don't be that way. You you are above that. When you fight wars against the Plishtim or when you fight against the Malek, as we'll see later on in the um in, in, in a few weeks, um, that's Hashem's wars. But don't be like Shaul. Shaul wiped out the city of Nobirakohanim. Now you're gonna come and wipe out this whole the whole group of Naval. Don't do it. It's beyond you. It's 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 not. Not in your pay grade. <laughs> it's it's not something that that is worthy of the person whose kingdom is going to live on for for all eternity. And that's what and that's what she says to him. Now it's it's interesting. Um, R- the Radak points out the derech nevua amraza that her talking when she says malchul kaima was through, was words of prophecy. Uh, the Radak suggests that she was saying this Bederach Nevua, that she was she was having a prophetic vision. And we know that Abigail, the Gemara Megillah, and Daf Yudalit counts her as one of the seven Nevi'ah. And this was the Nevua when she said that the kingdom of David was is going to be eternal. The Yeshul Farish, the Radak gives a different explanation. The other explanation is that even without Nebuah, the word on the street at this point already was that David was going to be the king and the future of the Jewish people was really in his, in his hands. So that, that's, what, that's what she says. So again, again, what what you had, what what's going on here, and we had this with Shaul also. If you remember, at what when the last time we met Shaul about a parak ago, the end of the last parak. So Shaul himself affirmed that David was going to be the king. That was something that Shaul said. Shaul says, "I know that you're going to be the king uh, in the future," and, and and you know, we there was a significant moment. Because, because not only does Shaul accept it, but, that, but as we're seeing in the Mepharshim here, that it seems like the word is out on the street. That uh, the, the little secret of Shemuel going and anointing David to be king in his father's house is not such a secret anymore. And, and what, what's happening also here is that David is being set up in a positive way to be the king. Now, eventually David marries Avigah. And, and maybe, just maybe, uh, I don't know if that's what she had in her mind. I, I, I can't say that. But, however, but the fact that she was a Nivea, so her instructions takes on a little more 
even though it's Chachmas Noshim Bansa Besa, right? The wisdom of women built a home, and 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 her words were of tremendous wisdom. But maybe if we add on to add a layer onto that, that besides that her words were words of wisdom, but her but her words were Navua. So we see that 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 all the forces are are molding and shaping what will eventually be Malchus based on it. And I, and I think we see that in all the prelude stories till he finally in in the small days until he finally becomes the king. And I, I think that's an important idea that also comes out over here as well. Now, um, and Pasuk Chof Tess, it says, Vayakam Adam Ler He's a man has risen up to pursue you, because I was referring to Shaul. Right? And to kill you. Interesting expression. And we and he says, My Lord's soul be should be made, but my Lord's soul be bound in the bond of eternal life. With Hashem, and the May, may, may he hurl away the soul of your enemies, the soul kafakala. Right. So, so with with uh, with through a, a slingshot. So what is she saying here? What's she really saying here? Vayakam Adam. So Radak says, Shaul, the Karaso Adam lo melech derek bizayim kloma emlo tekuma lefanecha. Right. She's now saying that Shaul really doesn't hold the candle to you. It's not, she calls him Adam. There's a person that's pursuing you. She doesn't refer to him as, as the king. You could have killed him in the, in the cave. We saw that in the last prayer. Right, and you didn't, and, and you didn't want to do anything to him and, and bad uh, should not come um, to you. Um, you know, it's interesting, um, the phrase uh, right? you should be bound in the bond of, of, of eternal life. Now, what, what, does it, what does that mean? So the bond of eternal life means that, that it, it's, a, it's an eternal concept. So what she was saying to David Amela was, was an eternal concept that uh, that his kingdom should should go on and on uh, forever. The haya the pasuk lamet ki yaseh Hashem ladoni ki chol Hashem diveres atova alecha v'tzivcha nagid al al Yisrael. And and she said it may be that when Hashem performed to my Lord all the benefits, all the benefits of which He has spoken regarding you and appoints benefits, and appoints you as the leader over the over the Jewish people. So, so she lays it out very clearly, um, and and she says, "I know who you are. I know what you're going to be. I know what you have to be. Therefore, taking avenge on Naval is just not the way to go." Was the Lamadala? Velosia zos 
lecha lefuka. This that this not be for you a stumbling block and a moral hindrance. And to kill innocent blood, Adonilo, to have to have shed innocent blood for my Lord to have avenged himself. May Hashem act benefitly towards my Lord. What what's happening here? As and as I was just kind of the picture I was just trying to paint. She does not want David to have a stain on his resume. When Shaul killed the city of No, that was an eternal stain on his resume. You know, you know, we and we spoke many times in this year. You know, the the Pasuk we say in the morning, right? We're not allowed to touch Hashem's appointed people. We're not allowed to criticize them other than what the Novi criticizes them. Of course, if the Novi criticizes them, then we could, then we could, obviously we could say what the Novi says. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, so, you know, at, at the same time, at the same time, that which is obvious, and we and we, and we, we discussed at length that this, the, the destruction of Novi era, era Kohanim was a, a, a terrible disaster. So she's she, Abigail was telling David, I don't want this to happen to you. I don't want people to look back uh when 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 you if I, if I may take a little liberty, when you pass away and people have to be masked you. I don't want them to be thinking, well he did this terrible act. You have to you you have to solidify your kingdom. You who are who who basically have have been put in in the position that you're that you're going to become the eternal king of Israel. So you have to act beyond Lufnim Shirasadin. It's interesting that the Gemara says in uh Metziah that Lochora Yushalayim El Torah, right? That Yushalayim was destroyed because they judged based on the dinim of the Torah. So the Gemara asked, what do you mean? So, aren't they supposed to do that? So the Gemara said, no, they never went with Nimishurasadin. With Nimishurasadin means that sometimes you have to go a little beyond what, what's, sometimes the law can be very harsh. And sometimes it's unnecessary to paskin in a, in a, in a cold-hearted way. And what Abigail was, was teaching her, him was how to be with Nimishurasadin. Yes, maybe Daval deserved everything that David was about to do to him. But Abigail said, but if you want to be the eternal king of Israel, which you're, which you're heralded to be, you have to know that, Gemara. Sometimes you have to be with them, Sometimes you got to judge a little beyond. And this is his case. Leave him alone. Doesn't matter. It's not going to matter in your life. That's a very important idea here. It's a very important message for leadership, right? You know, it's 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 easy. You know, it's easy that you know, you know, you know uh, someone does something wrong, so you hand out punishments. You know, it's, it's great. You know, I say, you know, I have kids in the classroom, so they do something wrong. So you know, so there 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 are many ways of handling it. Punishment is. In the old days, that's how they did it. It doesn't always work. 
right? And and sometimes sometimes like like you know a, a kid doesn't have his book or a kid uh, uh, you know comes in uh, dilapidated, you know maybe something's going on at home that that led to him. So you have to look beyond the picture sometimes, and and that's what the Gemara was saying that 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 it got to a point where they weren't looking beyond the pictures. The Chayyim Ben Avkulos and the Tishabov Gemaras, where he says that where he says that you know if we bring the korban, people are going to say you're allowed to bring a blemish on uh, a blemish animal on the mezbeah. So that's called not looking beyond, not looking a uh, cosmic picture. You only looked at the small picture. That's Danu al Dine Torah. He said, but but if you go with Nimishurasa Din, and that's what Avigal was saying. This was a bad thing. I agree with you. He's a bad guy. His name is, is Nikishmo Kainu. He's done a lot of bad things. But you have to be above that. And you have to rise above that. And that and that's what she was telling. <laughs> let's see his re- let's see David Mel's reaction. So David says to Avigal, Baruch Hashem Eloke Yisrael, Asher Shalachech Hayom Hazel Ikrasi. So it's a fascinating comment. Baruch Hashem, you know, thank God that you have come to me today. So what does that mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously it's a nice thing we say, you know, Baruch Hashem, I meet you. Um, um, I, I haven't seen Shmuel Weinstock in a long time. I said, Baruch Hashem, I see him now. So we can say Baruch Hashem. <laughs> so anyway, um, okay, it's a very nice thing to say. But what is he saying here? So so we so we want to we want to uh, we 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 want to um, understand. It's an acknowledgement. Of everything that she said to Baruch Hashem Yisrael If you didn't come to me today, a terrible thing would have happened. And this is what he says. He says, Bless is your advice, and bless are you. Look what you've done. Your advice who have restrained me from coming to bloodshed and avenging myself by my own hand. In other words, your advice saved me from myself. A recognition. We, we know David was, was, was among the more humble people. So, so, so she, he says this beautiful, this, this beautiful thing that, that thank God for you. Thank God, thank God you have come. And the Radak says, that, that you have come, at, that, that, in, that it, Hashem has placed in your heart the desire to come to me. It takes a great person to to get his army together. Listen, we we we, we spoke. David Mel thought he was right, and maybe he was right. Uh, we never said he was wrong. But it takes a great person to listen. 
and to take a step back and to consider what are the ramifications of my act? Maybe it is not an accident that Abigail has come to me. She has been sent to me. Baruch Hashem Asher Shalacha. Bless Hashem who has sent me to you. This was not an accident, David Amelach said. There was a purpose of, uh, of you coming to me. And thank God you, you've come. The Ulam Chai Hashem Elokei Yisrael. And, she, and, and he said, truly, as, as Hashem, who is the, the God of Israel, Hashem Mina'ani Mehara Osa, who has, who has prevented me from harming you, Ki me heart, because had I had I rushed into it, and ki and come to meet me, ki im no or a bakir. If you didn't come and run uh, and and if you didn't come and run to me. You know, who knows what would have happened. Mr. David says, I now recognize that Hashem has stopped me from causing damage to you, from harming you and, and, your, and your family. He said, he, he, he said that, you know, every, everything that, that I, I, would, I was about to do, had you not come to me, would have taken place. David then accepted from her what she brought. She brought food. Remember, that was a problem. Villa. And and David then accepted what she had brought to him. She and he said to her, "Ali l'shalom l'beisach, go in peace. Rei shamati b'kolech v'esah panayich." David Amalek said, "Go home in peace. Um, I have heeded your advice, and I shall show you great, show you grace." There are many moments in the life of David Amalek where his greatness is off the scale. <laughs> and, and I know we are going to talk about, I mean, not for a long time, but eventually we're going to talk about some of the, you know, questionable things that David Amelov did. But, what, but what, what is clear to me, what is clear to me, is that he's one of the great men ever. <laughs> that, that, that he was someone who so understood what, at this moment, what he was about to step into, and later on, what he has as he, when he's the king. And not a lot of people appreciate that role. Not a lot of people understand the significance of the role. You know, it comes to mind, very interesting, uh, when President Reagan was president, so so there was a rule was that if you worked in the White House, you were not allowed to come dressed casually. 
because he said this place is a Makam Kodesh. Obviously, I'm using hyperboles, but this is a Makam Kodesh. Like this is this building represents the most important office on this earth, and it will be treated that way. It takes a great leader, and he's of course one of the great presidents of all time. Uh, it, it, it takes a great leader to look at himself, not get caught in gaiva, which a lot of them do get caught in, and not and not say, you know, whatever. But it takes a great leader to say, you know what? She's right. This is not a good idea. I, I, you know, I rushed into this, I, and 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 maybe maybe in the sheer room we could discuss that maybe I'm right, and maybe I have the right to do the naval whatever, whatever he deserves. But what's the cosmic consequences of this action? That I didn't think about. Right, I just want to read the words of the Masudat David. Wrote Salomar, Kishetim Lo. This is what was, this goes back to Abigail talking to him. When you're the king, lo yazik klal divrei cherpas naval lios bevuzeh bavurzeh beneyam. That this event should not have any negative consequences against you. It should not harm you in any way. Vafilu lemechsholev adoni lo yia ki lo tachus az divrei naval kazeh. She said to him that, how do you want to be viewed? Do you want to be viewed as, as, as the strong arm guy? As the guy who's the king? And, and he's going to show you he's going to be kingless because any, any insurrection, I don't mean to use that word in any... Any anything to do with today? Um, any insurrection that um, that we're gonna we're gonna send in the army and and wipe them out? Is that what you want? You can't you can't you can't be king like that. Um, by the way, the the, the Torah and Parshas Korach. It's a very interesting story. Let me think about it. After Korach is is punished, right, and the, and the earth opens up, it swallows them, and there's a whole makifa. It's a whole bad scene. Right, so, so what's the next parsha? It's, it's an amazing concept. The next parsha is that that Moshe is is told to collect a mata, to collect a staff from every shevet and write the name of the shevet on the staff. Reuven, Shimon, Yehuda, Yisach, Azula, and on shevet Levi, um, he's supposed to write the name Aaron's name, and he's supposed to take the the the, the matos and he's supposed to put them by the mishkan and leave them overnight. The next morning. The, the, ne- the, the, the next morning, when, when, when they wake up, right, we, we know that the staff of Aaron was blossoming with almonds and flowers, and, and it was a very beautiful thing. Why is this story necessary? Why was this story necessary? Isn't it clear from the fact that the earth opened up and swallowed Korah that, no, you know, that, 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 that it's over? Uh, it, it is, isn't that isn't that sufficient? And the answer is, no, it's not, because the, because the story of Korah is a strong arm story. I I, just, I I take it how I'm saying it. It's from Hashem. Hashem punishes Korah, no question. But to the person who maybe is a little choiser Amuna, who has a, l- a little lack of faith, they'll say that Moshe's killing us. 
They say it. And the Mata shows that no, Aaron is the leader of, that represents beauty. And that, that Jewish leadership has to be with beauty. Yes, there is times where you have to use a strong arm. You know, Yad Chazakah was rolling it to you. Sometimes you need to. Sometimes you need to enforce. Uh, you know, we, we discussed when uh, the war with Yavesh Gilad and Amon, where, where Shaul had to force the people to go to war. Sometimes you have to. But but if that's your only way of ruling, what kind of ruler are you? And, and Abigail said, don't let this stain you. Don't let, don't let this create the concept and the thought that people think that you're a ruler for brute force. Let them think you're the ruler for, for greatness. And 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 that and that's uh, and that's that's what you're going to do. And and D- and David recognizes the validity of her argument and backs off. And that's what's amazing. And 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 that and, that, and that's and that's where he's amazing. He's amazing. But Abigail El Naval. But we'll just quickly finish up the parak. Um, Avigah, uh, and I'll just uh, whatever whatever I want to say about the last episode, we'll say next time. Anyway, um, just uh, while everyone's on next week, uh, I, I like to go on at eight thirty. Okay, so please uh, please make a, a note of that and uh, check your local listings, the time and place in your area. But but eight thirty uh, Eastern, no daylight savings time. Uh, so please please make a note of that. Okay, I want to eventually fall back to eight o'clock. Uh, as Minchamarov keeps falling back, but but next week, well, maybe well, next week will be eight thirty, and I'll let you know next week after that. Probably we'll stay there for a week or two. Anyway, so let's just quickly finish up here because I know it's getting late. Um, el Naval, so Avigal comes to Naval. He's having a feast. Remember, we discussed it was the shearing season, and then they would make a big feast. The Lev Naval Tova love. And Naval was uh, happy. He was extremely, he was extremely drunk. And, and, and she did not tell him anything until the morning because he was drunk. Um, and in the morning when, when, when he was a little more sober, she told him everything that happened. His heart seemed to have died within him. The huhaya the oven, and he and he was he was stunned. He can't. Um, he 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 couldn't he couldn't believe uh, what she has done. Uh, meaning meaning he didn't accept what she has done. She 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 nista er Rashi says alamincha shehuvas ledovit. He was very upset that 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 he brought her uh that that she brought her a gift. Um. So it, it it really uh, bothers him. We see we see the quality person. Uh, anyway, uh, so what happened? And after ten days, Hashem brought a plague on Naval, and he died. Okay. So David hears that Naval died. Baruch Hashem, Asherav es Riv. Blesses Hashem who has taken up the cause of my disgrace from the hands of Nadal. And he prevented his servant from wrongdoing 
and he repay and he repaid back the the evil of Naval by David by Daber Now David wanted to send agents uh, and wanted to marry Abigail. By David Abigail Carmela by so when, next time in the Gemara, when we, we talk about Kiddusha Na'yideh well, here it is. Here it is, a live case where, where there was, uh, where, where David sent his servants to, to Abigail to, to give her Kesef Kiddushan to, to marry her. She said, your maid servant is merely a handmaid to wash the feet of the servant of my Lord. And Shaul also gave his daughter Michal, uh, David's attended wife, to Michal. Okay. Okay, so anyway, in the end, Abigail marries David. Um, I have more to say on that, um, but I think we'll hold up until next week on that because it is a little late. Um, so we'll stop. We'll stop here uh, again. Okay, thank you again for all coming on. I'm sorry for the for the erratic schedule over the last uh, several weeks, but I think Baruch Hashem, we should be we should be on a straight path until the until the Yom Tovim. When the Yom Tovim come, we'll take a break. Till after, from when we get closer to Rosh Hashanah, till after Sukkot, and then we'll get, and again, hopefully we'll get back into a, a regular Sunday night schedule. Okay, um, next week, next week, come on at eight thirty, um, and uh, and we'll continue we'll, and uh, just uh, complete the Indian of Abigail, and then we'll move on to to the next parak. Okay, thank you again for all coming on, and and we'll and have a safe week, and we'll and we'll see you along the way. Oh,